What's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in to The Black Experience. I'm your host, Onginya Akalugo, and you're tuning in to my three-part series about the Black experience in Canada posted on CMRU.ca. Now, let's get into it. Today we have the amazing, the one and only Adama Duru, aka Ada, aka the Big Boss, aka my mom. She's a holder of a bachelor's, bachelor's degree in social work and a single mother of three girls. In this episode, we will be talking about your immigration experience from Canada to Nigeria and the culture shock of raising three girls in Canada. So, Mom, can you give the listeners a brief summary of your experience coming to Canada? So, when I first arrived uh, in Canada, that was uh, 1996, uh, March 30th. It was uh, a big culture shock for me. I was all suited, like I was going to work, you know, all corporately, uh, corporate outfits. I didn't have any jackets. I wasn't even told that it would be extremely cold. So when I arrived at the airport, it was very cold. It was so cold that I was wondering how the people here have lived all these years. <laughs> it was extremely cold. I was shivering. I couldn't concentrate. But I was, I, my, my, fam, my ex-families, you know, they came to my rescue. They brought me jackets and uh, well, and a warm uh, warm welcome. I was really happy, you know, like to have them around. At least people that I, I can identify with at that moment. So, it was really, yeah, it was cold. It was a culture shock, but it was still beautiful. And so, why did you come here? Why I came come? here to join my, my ex husband. Uh, he has been here for many years, and uh, we met in Nigeria got married, and he sponsored me to come to Canada to start a family with him. And pursue your... And also pursue my uh, career. In I was studying uh, English in Nigeria before I came here. wasn't able to finish uh, with the plan that when I get here, that I would continue where I stopped. So, yeah, that was part of the long-term goal. Um, if you could remember, what was your first thought when you came here? My first thought was that it was very cold and uh, there were not many people of my uh, color around, uh, except for those that are from Nigeria. I was like always constantly searching for other people. Maybe I will have to find or run into a familiar face or mm. somebody that I know, but it never happened. Mm. Every place that I went was like I was seeing people differently. Um, people from different cultures, people that have lived here a long time. So it was very difficult, you know, it was quite a learning curve for me. Um, okay, so aside from the cold, what was one of the biggest culture shocks of coming to a new continent? Uh, the biggest shock was that I was the food. The food was very different, you know, like it was just completely different. 
uh, back home I eat fresh food, you know, but here when I came to Canada, I brought dried fruit, food uh, mm -hmm. that I made, but it was not anything compared to eating fresh food, fresh vegetables. You know, I, I have to study the places or the stores that I can go and buy food. Mm. I also have to learn about the menus, what it's called. And part of it was also just not being able to order in a restaurant because... Uh, you didn't know what anything is. Exactly. I didn't know what it was. It was just all in papers, but I have no clue because I have never tested it before. So it was quite a culture shock. So I just let my ass to help me in that area and uh, walk me through it. Um, so being new to the country, I'm sure you didn't know many people. What was it like making friends with people your age? It was very difficult because there were not many people of my age at that time. You know, uh, the people that I know were just my ex-husband's immediate family and some Nigerians that were living here. Then it was not many black people living here. Mm. So I was very thrilled when I met with a friend, somebody, but not a friend. She became my friend here. She was almost the same age as me. We had so much in common, you know, like she came here to with um, to join her husband and start a family, you know. So we had something in common that, you know, like she came from Nigeria and I came from Nigeria, but she had other experiences, been to other countries. So it wasn't something very new to her. And she was the one, like a buffer for me to go to if I need, if things, if I have to talk to her about things, or if I have to find my way to a store, or if I need something that I, I, I don't know where to find in the community, she would direct me and point me to the right place. So, you know, it, it was good, but at the same time, very challenging. Yeah. Um. So coming from not knowing many people, the friends that you did make, do you feel in any way were different in terms of your past friendships, maybe stronger, or you had to depend on them more? Yeah, I had to actually depend on them more. Um. Uh, with time, it, we, we started building, you know, strong uh, friendships. And uh, because we're young mothers and we were just having children at that time, very young, so we had a lot in common. I remember I met about a couple of my friends, maybe four or five of them that were, you know, like just uh, having children. And uh, it happened that that same year, about three of us had the same, had babies at the same year. So we celebrated. We, during our time, we were on mat leave. We would go to each other's houses and cook food and socialize and just have a good time. And then we would come, you know, we, we visited each other, you know, and we would cook. And uh, even when we had, usually in my tradition, when someone is uh, have a baby, uh, the older women would come around and support, bring food and show the uh the mom the young mom had to take care of the baby so we kind of helped each other in that area because we the older women here from nigeria they were very busy they had a busy schedule right so we had to form that group to be a support system mm. um so what advice would you give to someone who is in the same situation as you I would say to them to be 
to make sure that you know like you know yourself and uh, have your education is very very important before you travel if you can get a work have work experience because when you come here it will be a little easy to adjust um just be yourself i was in an arranged marriage so i will not even advise that to my <laughs> worst enemy to be in an arranged marriage at all at all at all so it's uh yeah because you don't know what you're marrying into some people look at a marriage as something that it's either they they get it all or they will hurt somebody in the process so I will not advise that for anybody. Just get to know yourself, get to know who you're trying to get into involved in a serious relationship before you decide to relocate with a person. Um, but uh, the most important thing is just to make sure you have your career and your education. That's something that no one can take away. Like I advise my children, uh, you know, your certificate, yes, your first and last name can never be erased, never deleted because it's yours. Even if you don't use it now, you are going to use it down the road or in the future. So education is very, very important. Okay. And if you could go back in time and change one thing about your experience, what would you change? Uh, one thing about my experience would be having that friend who will, a trusted friend, friend who will always be there for you. Somebody that you know, you have so much, you have a lot in common, the values, believe as a Christian, you know, this is my belief, that that will walk you through it, when you're down, he's, she's there for you, you know, like, she's always going to support you all the way, that's one of the advice that I will give, really, that's kind of, kind of hard to say, isn't it, like, how do you find someone like that? Uh, knowing what I know today is through prayers. When you pray and you believe and wait on God, He will He will place that person in your path. You know when the when the time is right. Um. So what? So what were some key factors that were different about the way you were raised versus the way that you choose to raise your children? I was raised in a very strict family. My dad was very strict, but he was a great provider. My mom was, you know, she was there for us as well, too, you know, providing emotional support. Um, during our time, you know, like you can't talk back to your family, your parents, you know, you can't disobey them. Uh, you can't uh, be rude to them. Um, and then there's also that uh, corporal punishment, you know, like they use the, the whip if you disobey. They will give you the whip and then to strengthen you out. So there's a discipline there as well. Uh, raising my children today, I, you know, like, yes, I still stand for not being talked back by my, my children. I believe in self, in discipline as well. I believe in creating a relationship with my children, um, talking to them, providing that support encouraging them um telling them the truth i become their voice of reasoning and their moral compass those are two areas i tell my children no one else outside this family will tell you the truth so you have to hear the truth from home because charity begins at home <laughs> so yeah i tell my children that um but i don't believe in corporal punishments because I've had experience back home where 
my younger sister offended me. I, you know, I hit her with my hand and hurt my wrist. And from that day, I told myself I will never place my hand on anybody in my life. So that's something that I did not use on my children, and I'm so happy. But I, I use other consequences, which is can come in the form of logical or natural consequences. And we talk about what the logical could look like, uh, what the consequences will look like. And I also praise them and I reward them. So I think those are some of the parental skills that are very effective for me today that I will pass along to anybody that cares to hear. Awesome. Um, so do you think that we benefited being born and raised in Canada? Very much benefited, you know, this is like a, a land of opportunity where you have the ability, you can go to school, you have the resources, government can help you uh, with student loan, you know, you can go as far as you want, master's, PhD, if you're really determined, and, and most times it's like provide, you know, being perseverance, uh, perseverance in your pursuit of uh, your goal. Uh, don't give up. So there's a lot, and there's a lot of people that you can talk to in terms of what you really want to do, asking a lot of questions, which we didn't have that, or I didn't have that opportunity growing up back home. You know, like you were shut down very quickly when you ask questions, but here you can ask questions and uh, demand for demand answers, and you know, you are provided with that. So there's a lot of opportunities for, yes for my children growing up and young ones here as well. Um, so do you agree with the, like typical social norms of uh, raising children in Nigeria? And also actually, first off, can you go over some of like the typical social norms? Uh, social norms, you know, like growing up, you have to go to school, go and get your education, uh, get married and uh, start having children, have your own family, right? Um, it, it's almost like every girl must get married mm. back home, but it's not the case here today. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm seeing the difference. You don't have to get married or be desperate, be in a dire need to get married to somebody that you don't know and end up losing your life or end up getting hurt. No, you have to take your time, but build yourself as an individual, get to know who you are first. So I think that's part of it, yeah. And so you don't agree with the whole aspiring to marriage and being a wife. That's basically what. You're... Well, yeah, that's uh, I I agree with you know being a wife, you know, like getting when you are comfortable, you know, you want to find that right man, you know, like some of the I would say I would say part of the women want or girls want to get married and reproduced you know they want to see what their mini self look like you know so but don't i would not encourage you to do it in a way that will put your life at risk right but i believe in marriage i I believe in the strengths of marriage if you find the right partner you know but you just take your time and wait on god as a christian and he will show you the right partner because god ordained marriages so in my belief, if you're then married, he has assigned each and every one of us a, a spouse. So we just have to wait for our own time. Okay, awesome. Well, that is all the time we have for this episode. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, big shout out to my mom for being my guest, and I'll see you guys in the next one. You're welcome.